And we're live. There it is. What up, ladies and gents? We're going to tell you today about a Yui. We're also going to give a shout out to uh, some new swag that's on the swag wall. And a congratulations for a client of ours that just closed a deal. All right, here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> what up, ladies and gents? All right, so today we're going to be talking about seven social media somethings that uh, marketers don't want you to know about, right? Strategies. I was going to say strategies, but it's not strategies this time. It's seven social media marketing secrets that marketers do not want you to know about. Bo, 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 Why wouldn't bo, bo, they want you to know? That's the real question. Yeah, right? We'll find we'll out. About here in a second. So first of all, but a first. new edition. We got oh, sick. package this week. It's got the hat. It's got the, uh, the cup, the cup holder, and some of his hustle.energy stuff. This is going on the swag wall. Hell yeah. Right over the unbreakable. So welcome to the swag wall, hustle energy. And then congratulations to uh, Jeff and Vidal. We closed escrow oh, on their place this Friday. So that is going to be the next thing. We're going to do a little side uh, um, testimonial video with them. And they're going to be one of the first people to grab a Yui. Oh, nice. Yui. What's, What's a, a Yui? Yui? What's a Yui? What's a Yui? Oh, we were talking about this this weekend. I know what a Yui is. You know what hey, a Yui wait is. Wait a second. What's a Yui? Yui. Right right down there, right there in that no, no, corner. No, no, right no. There. You gotta you gotta go up, up. Oh, there there he is, right there. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a couple there. right there. Uh, a couple more over here. A couple more over here. Those are Yui's, ladies and gents. We decided to call them Yui's because we want to offer them to Yui. <laughs> so you out there who are the show, who are part of the part of the crew, uh, who've been on the show in the past, we want to three loyal listeners, out. three loyal listeners. We want to make sure we get you guys UEs, and uh, we're we're gonna issue uh, Jeff and Vidal is gonna be the first UEs that we're gonna create. Drop UE in the comments you. if you want a UE. You want UE if you want your UE. Drop the word UE in the comments. That's Y O U E E. Right. This is gonna or be the UE. However you think it might spelled. How do you spell the UE? Right. Would it be interesting? For you to get a Yui and get your character done, your own business bros type character squared uh -huh. away for you. So that's what we're going to be working on. If you're interested in getting a Yui, drop it in the comments. Say Yui. Yui. From now on going forward, that's exactly who we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking to Yui's out there. All the Yui's. And by the way, when you become, when you get your Yui done, right? When you get your Yui done, you become part of the universe. The universe. Ooh. Y-O-Universe, right? So here we go. We're ready to rock and roll. Yui! There we go. <laughs> yep. Wise, Wise. listeners, Yui! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's show on the road, ladies and gents. Seven social media secrets that marketers do not want you to know about. Here we go. Number one, social media marketing isn't free. What? It is. All 
right? You have to pay for social media marketing. What? So here's the bizarre, crazy thing. Right? All right, let's so hear it. Let's hear the bizarre, crazy thing. Off, right? When something is cool, something is awesome, something's amazing, you don't put the brakes on it at all. You want people to come on board as often as they can. Facebook did it. Instagram did it. TikTok did it. But as they're as as they collect more and more and more people following them, they change parts of the algorithms, right? So all of a sudden, a post that you put today on TikTok or on Facebook or on Instagram is not reaching the same amount of people as it had in the past. Why? Because now they got you. Now they have control of you, right? They got you by the innards or the whatever, gizzards or whatever you want to call them. They got you by the balls, right? They got you. Now <laughs> they have your attention on a regular basis. You've spent a lot of time creating an audience on any of these social media platforms on Facebook. For example, our Facebook page, 8,000 people strong, right? That's awesome, except can I reach all 8,000 people with one post? Eh, Facebook's not going to make that happen. They control, they're controlling more of the distribution. So if they're controlling the distribution of what you have, yes, you can create stuff. Yes, you can put it out into your into your uh, social media platforms. Yes, it's possible if it's good content that it will spread. They'll naturally share it, and it could grow as, as, as quick as it can. Yes, that is still an opportunity. But for the most part, if you are trying to brand stuff, if you are trying to promote stuff on your social media page, it's going to require that you put in a little dough. Right. And it doesn't mean it's going to be thousands of dollars to get out there. You have a, a group of 8,000 people in your social media platform for whatever reason, right? For whatever, whatever platform you're looking on, you can pay to strategically target those people to hit those people on a regular basis. The trick and my, uh, my 12 year old is actually the one who's working on this very, very well. The trick is to get people from your social media platforms onto another place where you control the data, whether that's collecting email address or that's collecting phone numbers or that's collecting uh, mailing addresses, whatever that is, if you can take people off of these social media platforms and offer them lead magnets, offer them UEs, offer them whatever it is that you're going to do so that you can gather that data, that information, now you can market to those people on a regular basis. Now you have control that you can use to, to send out messages that you do, on, you know, whatever it is that you're promoting. When we're going to be promoting the UEs, if you're on our email list, you're going to get the opportunity to get a UE before anybody else does. You're going to get the opportunity to, to utilize the universe like any like nobody else quite yet as we start to develop stuff. And as it picks up and it makes it kind of cool and people are starting to use the UE and you see it more often, then of course we're going to control traffic just like everybody else does. But in the meantime, social media is trapping you and your, your following into one platform. That means they're going to control how much they, they distribute, right? It's almost like, um, like when you watch football games, right? You ever remember, you remember when we used to have the chargers <laughs> and it would we be a, about that. a great good. season. They might not sell out all the tickets in the stadium and they would block out the game on TV. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't let you watch the game on TV. That's essentially what's happening on social media. They're saying, yeah, you have all these people, but eh, we're going to put a wall in front of you and you can go through the wall. It just costs a little bit. You got to pay to get to, to, to play a little bit. So you can do social media content. Yes, uh, there are some hacks that'll help you out there. You should be contacting and, and, and uh, playing ball in the places where you hang out. So if you're hanging out in specific groups, go into those groups, comment on people's comments, right? Mm -hmm. Look at the posts. If there's a post that has, you know, 20, 30 comments on it, go in especially if it's a post that interests you, go in and comment your two cents, but then go into the comments and talk to people. The algorithms like it when you're engaging with other people. If you're engaging with other people, 
then those people are going to see more of your content because the algorithm says, hey, they must like each other. They must get along. They must uh, agree with one another. Mm -hmm. So let's send them content that they see from each other. Especially and if they comment back. Especially if they comment back. And hopefully now you're seeing more and more people on board, right? So social media marketing isn't free. There's a free aspect to it. There's a, there's a way to use it. But for the most part, once you want to start reaching out and making more money on the social media networks, it is going to cost you a little bit of money. So when it comes to growing your business through that way, though, there's there's just one thing that I want to add. You either have money or you have time. If you want to spend a bunch of money and throw a bunch of money at your social media and social media marketing and get as much reach as possible, you can absolutely do that just by throwing dollars at it. Otherwise, if you've got the time, like Hernan was saying, uh, get in there, get into the comments, start engaging, start generating more engagement in different ways. Spend the time to do that. If you don't have the money to throw at it, spend the time to do it the other way. All right, there is number two, seven, uh, number two of the social media secrets that marketers do not want you to know is that there is no predictable pattern to success. Who right? would have known that some guy on a skateboard drinking ocean spray was going to go viral? Right? Jeff says, so you want me to comment? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, always. You do. Look, there is oh. no predictable pattern to success. You don't know what's going to go viral. You don't know what's going to click with people. You don't know what's going to what, what's gonna work. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a, a, a horse in the race, right? It's kind of like winning the lottery. You can't win the lotto if you if never you buy never a ticket. You have to pay. You have to play in order for you to have a chance of winning. And I think of viral videos, for the most part, tend to be that way. Now you can attract attention. You can attract the following. You can attract people who subscribe to your YouTube channel, who subscribe and ask to ring that bell to be notified every time you go live. You can attract those types of followings for sure. But if you're dependent on one platform at all times, you never know when that algorithm can change one thing or another, and now you're out of the loop, right? So there's no predictable pattern to success. The only thing that is predictable is how often you are going to be consistent with putting out information. So um, it, it's kind of like, it's, it's for example, we've been putting out content for the business bros for almost three years. We've been putting it out there all over the place. If you're one of our loyal fans that listen to the show on a regular basis, you hear it on YouTube or you see it on Facebook or Instagram, whatever it's going to be, you see our content, you like it. That's cool. You're part of the, you're part of the universe. We love that about it. We love that about you. Now, if you're not one of the loyal fans, you're just a casual listener. That's cool too. But chances we are, too. we love you too. And maybe you follow us on Instagram. Maybe you follow us on Facebook. But you will see from time to time, whenever you see somebody around you who's been on the show, somebody around you who's shared a particular con uh, content piece, you're going to see our content on a regular basis because we're putting so much out there. We're, we've connected with so many different entrepreneurs that if you Google them, sometimes our stuff pops up highlighting them. Right. A lot mm -hmm. of times because they don't put out as, as much content. So we're creating a brand for ourselves. And we know that there is a predictable pattern to the more content we put out, the more connections we make on a regular basis, the more opportunities we have for success. Now, I can't guarantee that no one post is going to get me thousands and thousands of views. However, I do know that if I consistently do this on a regular basis and I post stuff out and I meet new people and I connect with someone and I solve their problems on a regular basis, this is going to grow into something that I want to have, that I want to be a part of, right? If you're not a loyal listener, 
Bye, Felicia. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. We love you, Jeff. <laughs> and he said it like that too, I bet. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right. So that's number two. You got anything, anything to say about that one? No, no, that was it. I mean, there is no predictable bat pattern to success. You never know. And part of your argument, part of the reason why we've always been putting out all this content ever since we started on a daily basis is because you've always said you never know. You never know when it's going to be that episode that just hits, right? It's just going to be that one that just blows up and you never really know what it is. You put a lot of time and effort into your uh, M&M parody mm -hmm. for uh, Gary V. A lot of time, a lot of effort. And like we thought that was the one that we thought was going to blow up, right? Yep. And, and nothing. But, you know, some of the other stuff well, that you put out there. Not, not nowhere near compared to what we thought it was going to be. Right, no, not nowhere near what we wanted it to be. Uh, but, but I know that there is some content that you've put out on TikTok that gets you like hundreds of thousands of views. You just never know. You don't know. You just never know what platform or what content, right? And and here's here's because this is this is a little bit you know about the predictability and and a little bit about number three here. You need a lot of followers bef uh, before social media marketing starts to pay off, and that is that is for the most part true. Like for the most part, if you're trying to capitalize on selling certain small items or certain small things on a regular basis that you you create, like little T-shirts or, or little stuff like that, then yes, you're gonna need a large following of people for it to pay off but that's not a hundred percent you know absolutely true for the most part yes you want to make ads money off ads on YouTube then you're gonna need a large following of people who watch your videos on a regular basis for those ads to pay off yes that is absolutely true However, for your marketing, the way we present social media marketing, the way we present podcasting is not necessarily about having a large following. It's about making connections and, and developing relationships with people because your network is your net worth. So for uh, here's, here's my classic example. I met uh, Matt DeCourcy from uh, Startup Hustle on the show. He came on our podcast. Right. I went on his podcast. He's mm -hmm. launching Startup Hustle TV. So he's imagine right. the story of an entrepreneur, of a regular entrepreneur like myself, for example, uh, and you give it the, the Netflix caliber uh, video crew. You give it that kind of editing. You give it that kind of power behind it. Plus, you push the money behind it to give it exposure. That's awesome. And I happen to connect with Matt, and him and I hit it off. We've been talking a little bit, and he, he you know, I'm going to be the story in Startup Hustle for Southern California for what the project that he's doing over there. Start. He's going to be. Uh, it's going to be hosted in Kansas City, but it's, I'm going to be the one over here in the Southern California telling our story where we came Thanks. from. Now that could be the next huge thing that takes my business and 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 our brand to the next level. Or it could be a cool project that I do that doesn't get very far at all. But you never know what's going to happen. And you don't absolutely need a lot of followers for those things to pay off. You need to make the right connection with the right person at the right time for it to happen, for your stars to line up and go in the, in the direction that you want to go in. So, you know, just because you start a podcast and it's got 10 listens or just mm -hmm. because you, you're putting out content and you only got, you know, 100 views this week, whatever it's going to be, that doesn't mean much. It's not about the number of listens. It's about who is listening. That's going to make a big difference. And the consistency will pay off. You'll start to connect with more people and start to do a little better. So do you need a lot of followers for social media marketing to pay off? If you're 
you're focusing uh, directly on ad spend on on the money that you generate from from people paying you for ads then yes you definitely do if you're only focusing on major sponsorships right uh, if your ma major sponsorships that are going to pay you on an annual contract based on your downloads then yes absolutely you're going to need a large following but our like our following alone, we got uh in and this is one of the new uh sponsors that are gonna come on the show here, Manscape, right? You guys, males, what? you should be shaving stuff, and I figure it's a perfect one since I tend to uh, escape my head all the time, right? But that's gonna be one of the escape one of the show head. sponsors <laughs> and escape my head, right? That's how no, it thank you. No, thank you. But I'm good. Trimming the facial hair. Yeah, that's some of us, you know, major body hair. Gonna have to shave all that mm -hmm. stuff. In other words, look, there are different people who are marketing different products to different to different audiences. If your audience is niche in a specific space and you have the ability to market specifically to these people, and you have a sponsor that's going to come in, they don't necessarily look for hundreds of thousands of of of, um, of followings. Sometimes they're only looking for a few specific niched type audiences. So you don't need a, a you know a huge social media following unless you're going to do it the traditional route which is I just want to make videos and get paid on advertising. All right. <laughs> Number Jeff four. has a question. Yes. What's, What's the, the best, best way? way to get followers? Look, if I knew the best if I knew the way to get hundreds of thousands of followers, I wish I knew that one. Organically. I would I would tell you organically, but the best way I've personally found of it to get followers is to go be a follower first. Like go into the comments and 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 talk to people. I've spent uh when we first started in the podcast, I would spend hours, literally like two or three hours a day going through. I, I would go to like people I wanted to associate with, right? So I'd go to Tony Robbins and I'd see one of his posts, and his post would have like you know a thousand comments. And I would go in the comments and I would comment on people's stuff. Um, I used uh Gary V's uh dollar eighty strategy. So he goes into the 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 top um, 10 posts, top 10 hashtags, and he'll go on Instagram, go on those top 10 hashtags, and each hashtag, there's a grid, right? So there's nine posts. So go in and comment on all those nine posts on people's stuff. Give your two cents for each one of those. Uh, you do that 10 times, nine posts, it's going to be a $1.80 strategy if you're doing two cents. Uh, mm -hmm. Another one was the three, two, one strategy was, was another one I was doing on Instagram. So three, two, one is I would go to, uh, like I was saying, the Tony Robbins people, I would pick people that I thought were interesting and I would go to their posts. I would like three of their, three of their pictures. I would comment on two and I, and I DM them one in the story and it started to build a connection. So Anita is one of those people, uh, Anita ah. SL. That's how I connected with Anita because I, I saw her in the comments. I commented and I and I was asking people at the time. I was like, hey, you got some cool stuff on your on your Instagram page. You should have you ever thought of starting a podcast? And so those things would open up conversations. And now she's doing her own show on a regular basis. Uh, Nick who's another one that we connected with. And that's 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 how I grew our following organically. Uh, and I still haven't hit the lotto and got huge jumps, but we have had large, uh, large growth just by doing that alone. Well played. Well answered. All right. Number four, social platforms restrict your reach. So we just talked about that a little bit, right? So about, yeah, yeah. I mean, then that's, that's one of the biggest problems with social media and, Political, the, not the political, algorithm, right? Whatever it is, yeah, they have control over what gets disseminated where, right? So think back, think back. So I always like to go back to my to to my. It's not my days. Let's go back to the NWA days. It's not my days, but NWA days, right? So you have you have Dr. Dre, you have Ice Cube, you have like all you know all these you know, mm -hmm. this group. 
that wants to get their music out. They're not the only ones who are rapping at this time. They're not the only ones producing their music, but they connected with the right people to have distribution. And that was the key to their success is they have good quality music, but they also were into a distribution model that allowed them to get their music into stores, into different places. They mm -hmm. started off basically doing what all of us do at the very beginning, right? They were selling their albums out of their cars and then eventually connected with the right person and it, it, it exploded the way their distribution model went and boom, we're off to the races. There are many people who have started their businesses on so on, on Facebook, who have started their businesses on, on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, whatever it is, for the same reasons back when they would when the 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 um distribution model wasn't blocked, wasn't uh, changed by the algorithms, they were able to create content and reach a lot of people right off the bat. So they build a large audience right off the right off the play. Mm -hmm. And some of them got really smart, offered them product services, got their information off of the platform into email campaigns. And that's why you have large uh, companies like, you know, Billie Jean is marketing collects you know, millions, of, you got an email list, a million strong. We have an email list, a million strong. All of a sudden you can communicate with them on a different level. And he mm -hmm. used social media platforms, uh, paid social media platforms to expand that reach. Organically, social media will start to restrict your reach. You might have a thousand friends that you're friends with. You put a post, you're only going to reach like, I don't know, 30 of them, like 3% of them, right, very right. small amount that you're going to be able to reach on an organic post. Now they're going to entice you to boost or they're going to entice you to create ads, but the Never social boost. media platforms are restricting where the reach is. They're going to put you in, and here's, here's something. And, and now that you've watched the social dilemma, maybe you can add to that. Like they're going to show you exactly what's going to grab your attention. They're right. going to spend as much time showing you those things over and over again. My, my Facebook thing, I, apparently I love to watch people get knocked out because my <laughs> shows up on my stuff or I have UFC stuff randomly show up or people in a street fight randomly show up on my feed. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm scrolling and I stop and I look, that is my car yep. crash that I tend to look at on a regular basis. They're not going to send me what, what grandma posted on her stuff. Cause that doesn't grab my attention. Apparently mm -hmm. they're not going to show me. Yeah. Right. Like, like you should, they're not going to show me even what my mom posted on a regular basis because it doesn't stop me from looking but it will show you what they think is going to keep your attention the most because mm. their job is to keep you on the platform because they're going to show you more ads and they're going to make more money. Right? Yep. I mean, it, it really tripped me out uh, watching the social experience, the social dilemma. Uh, the crazy thing about it was that they literally are timing every time that you scroll, when you stop their timing, how long do you stop for on this specific picture or you know with this uh messaging or whatever it might be and decimals out in time too right it's crazy what's that it's like three or four decimals out in time like into yeah the oh yeah yeah down to the millisecond yeah, it's, yeah so uh so yeah i mean this this is what the companies out there are doing already and uh they're they're tracking it they they know exactly what yeah, and to to your point, if you are not keeping somebody's attention, then the algorithm isn't going to show your content to that person. Exactly. Well, speaking of which, 
data is not going to tell you everything. So the analytics on stuff is amazing. You get to know a lot more stuff. And then when you pay for advertising, they get even crazier with the analytics. So not only are you going to know when somebody's looking at your stuff, you're going to know, you know, how, how many seconds did they play your, your video? Did they click on it? Did they decide to go away? If you, have you ever looked at the insights of your stories that you post on Instagram? It'll tell you how many people looked, how many people swiped, how many people decided mm -hmm. to go on to the next part of the story, how many people went back to listen to your story again. These are things and metrics that you can use to modify your own content strategy. If you're looking at your story where we're, we're using our stories to test out different hooks, right? So if you saw our, either of our stories today, we talked about the UEs, right? We talked about the, the your ability to grab a UE and what a UE is and how, you know, how it affected our life and, and, and why our UE is who it is today, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. We're testing out different things in our story. And I look at my insight and I'm like, okay, that hook did good. That one did not. This one did better. Right. This one, and we can use that information to do whatever, what other stuff. Now, now the data won't tell you everything, right? It's not going to tell you. It's not going to tell you who you know if that person is going to buy or not going to buy. It's not going to tell mm -hmm. you a lot of a lot of the information that you would want to know. But it tells you enough information so that you can devise a plan, so you can look at your own strategy and see what's working. If I'm continuous, I'll give you another example. On my Instagram, I noticed that when we were posting videos on a regular basis, uh, our numbers started to go down. So we switched over to quotes and our numbers came back up. And then after a while, we started to hit some plateau. So I started to mix up the video and the quotes and then it kind of leveled out and then it started to come down. I started posting generic, regular uh, story, live story feeds on my Instagram, on, on my post. And now it's starting to come back up. Look at the metrics. It's not going to tell you right. everything you need to know but it'll help guide the direction in the content that you're creating so that you can put it in a position where it's it's being seen by more people. You can look in the insight, uh, in, in your Instagram insights to see if people are clicking on your profile, to see if people are saving that particular video, if they're sharing it with somebody else. All that stuff is important. What did you say that you connected with people? What is the messaging that you're working on? The data won't tell you everything, but it'll help guide you. It's important and it's work though, right? Like that's actually... It may not be the the five money-making activities that we talk about, but analyzing the data, you know, data is great. It's it's awesome to have data, but if you're not doing anything with it, it's worthless, Yeah. right? So having that data, it, it's all there, but what you're doing differently is actually tracking it and saying, okay, these are the things that are generating good responses. These are the things that are not. How do I generate more better responses? And actually, now that I think about it, we need to do that with our connected now. Boom. Number six, adapting is important. It's exactly it. Exactly what you're talking about. Look, we're going to be changing stuff all the time. And, and it's pretty basic. When we got into this whole podcasting space, it was to get in front of people, more people to tell them what it is we do. Now, we don't get in front of a ton of people every single day other than our downloads, other than our video views. Those are great. But at the very least for us, we're getting in front of at least one person every day that we're interviewing, mm -hmm. that we're meeting. And then we're following up with people that we do business with on a regular basis. That is how we've adapted adapted 
what our what our show uh, format is about into our existing business. Now, if you're trying to adapt into your growth model for your social media platforms, because maybe you want that hundred thousand, ten thousand, or whatever it is that you're looking for, then your then your data and analytics is something that you need to be looking at because you're gonna see on one day. I mean, as you as your numbers go up, you're gonna see people drop off on your number list. You're gonna see people add on. What was the content that brought them on? How did you connect with them? What are they looking for when they're talking to you? What message worked well is for us, uh, you know, for example, is our messaging on business working well, or are we connecting better when we're using our own personal stories? We're testing those things out currently right now. Mm -hmm. And trust me, it's not the easiest thing on Sunday. We sit down and we like this talk about all kinds of different types of content strategy that we can use for the week. And we finally decide on one and we're going to implement it for a week. Boom. Brandon's getting a Yui and we implement it for a week. And then all of a sudden, like we tested out that week and we realized, well, that didn't work out too well. Well, that one wasn't as effective. This one was good. Yep. It's exhausting, but we try every single week. Every single week we try something new. This weekend we had uh, Nate over at, at the house on Sunday and uh, I showed him my weekly planner and walked him through how to do the weekly planner. And I told him at the end, uh, the most important part or one of the most important parts of the weekly planner is the reflection is going back Next week, when you're starting your your new weekly planner, looking back at what worked last week, what didn't work last week, and adapting it moving forward. So adapting, it's important, it's exhausting, it's it's work, um, but it's got to be done. Otherwise, you'll end up kicking yourself. You'll end up kicking yourself a lot, <laughs> right? And that's the last secret. And, and this is the truth, dude. Uh, it's it's And James kind of hinted on it before. You're going to create content that you think is fabulous. You think it's hilarious. You think it's so informative. And then you put it out there and nobody gives a shit. Like that happens a lot more often than you know. So yes, you will be kicking yourself a lot, but don't take it personal. I mean, yes, did it, did it suck that I, you know, spent a lot of time writing that uh, Gary Vee parody and filming doing those things and it didn't get as much as I wanted? No, but you know what? I connected with other people. I still use it to this day to make a connection with people that, that are into Gary Vee and into <laughs> podcasting. I use it as a tool regardless of, of how it did. And you never know. I could do something later down the road and all of a sudden all those parodies take off and they get the views that, that I was hoping for. Who knows what's going to happen down the road? So yes, you're going to end up kicking your yourself uh you know manscape is sending over boxers a shirt and some equipment i don't know if i'm gonna end up in boxers to do the, the to do a promo but it's possible you never know right and if i do it and then i hate it and it decided it didn't work for me i could be kicking myself for doing that but i'm gonna try a bunch of different things because that's just what we do right young peeps what love coupons do. right do you support what, what do you say you support restaurants uh coupon magazines Psh, dude anybody trying to make a buck yes I, I'm, I'm all for that. Do I know much about restaurant couponing mags? I don't, but I'd love to learn. So if you're interested in uh, in sharing some stuff with the us. The only thing I know about the coupon yeah. mags is every once in a while, you get some really good stuff for the things that I like frequent. Like you give me some Little Caesars coupons and some, uh, I don't know, Panda Express coupons and I'm all over it. Dude, anytime Carl's Jr. sends out the Western Bacon Cheeseburger yes. coupon, that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm all about. about. But they're shicey <laughs> with those. They're shicey with those. But, but that's what I'm talking about. Man, I haven't been to Carl's in a while. Maybe that's dinner tonight. That sounds like a plan, dude. Uh, I can't. But we'll, we will see. 
All right, ladies and gents, uh, that's all we got for you guys today. So remember, follow us at Business Bros Pod. Uh, Brandon said he wants a UE, so we're going to make sure we start setting that out. If you haven't been part of our email list, you want to get on that as soon as possible so you can get yourself a UE as soon as we start sending those things out. So go to uh, businessbros.biz, register to be part of the uh, the crew here, right? Join the <laughs> Business Bros Network. I'm sorry, I was reading this. Who, Who has the meat? <laughs> Come join the Business Bros pen, the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz. And of course, we're always looking for podcast guests. You'll be sending into next uh, next year, 2021, if you're looking to book a what? spot on the on the on the show. But we also offer the last minute guest list because you never know who can cancel at last minute. Uh, and and if we do have a last minute opening and it's not like very, very last minute, we'll send out an email, see if we can get you to cut the line. Uh, remember, we book out eight weeks in advance. But thank you all for the love. We're going to be sending out more information on the UEs. And as Brandon, as Brandon said right here, have a great night, ladies and gents. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.